I don't care what nobody say. It's definitely harder being a female in this in this music industry than male. Period. I don't care if you a artist, if you a manager, PR, fucking sound lighting, sound or lighting. Like I don't give a fuck. Being a female is harder. I've been told, you know, you're biracial growing up. I don't know. The older I get, I feel like biracial isn't really suitable because bi is two. When Gucci sent me that verse back, I said, oh, hell no, I'm about to read the one. (laughs) (laughs) It's always going to be a little, eh, when your daddy is a part of your thing and you're rapping about popping pussy, you know. This is DJ Semtex, it's the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast. Right now I'm with a very, 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 very dope MC. Like she's one of the greatest. She's the queen of the South. I'm talking about Lato and she's here right now in this edition of the podcast. How you doing? I'm good. What's happening? Hey, I'm I'm good. And I just want to say, you know, that, that Fast and Furious joint, Fast Lane, that was a great look, man. Like you're in the film. And the crazy thing is I had recorded that so long ago. So like, it was like on the way back burner. Like I was not even worried about it. And then it was like, oh, we got to shoot the video for Fast Fast and Furious. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot all about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Hey, did you meet any of the cast? No, I didn't. Um, I didn't even get to meet Don or um, Dirk the features on the song Dirk you know he was dealing with the passing of his brother and then Don I think we just shot it two different times so it was pretty much like in and out right okay so listen let, let, let's get into it right away like first of all I, I want to know yo Lato what what made you want to pick up the microphone okay this is crazy right okay so my daddy is a street dude so he was like you know just always in the streets friends with managers, rappers, just just on the scene. I grew up on around this like fast lifestyle. Like my daddy, um, he would build these nice cars like candy paint, big rims, like the fancy like hood cars. And people would want him to put the cars in their videos because he already on the scene. They like pull up um, with the da 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 we wanna put it in the video. So I was a daddy's girl, so I'll always be with him. So I'll be with him when he on set of these music videos, pulling up at studios. And he wasn't, you know, a rapper or nothing, but he was just always around, whatever. And so I guess growing up around that lifestyle, I just kind of like, I don't know, it just was second nature. And then at the same time, I'm such a like schoolgirl. Like I was A plus on the roll, AP classes, everything. So. Um, language arts was always my favorite subject. So I think just like growing up around rap and rappers and music and then language arts already my favorite subject. So I love, I always loved writing poems and stuff like that. So it kind of just like intertwined those two things. Okay. What, what kind of video sets were you on? Like, was there any classics, any big joints that you, you was there on the set? 
actually um one of them is sierra goodies and that's wow. like to atlanta for sure like you turn on cc it's up <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're young you're coming through you're on these sets what were you like yo i i need this i'm gonna do this one day um like a like a goal of mine yeah, did it in it did it inspire you like being on them sets, seeing all these big artists and everything? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I'm seeing on um, one of the video shoots I was on too was um B five, all I do. And that's like the group of uh young well, I don't think they're young anymore, but at the time they was like super young and um young, whatever. So I'm like, dang, they doing it, I can do it. So it was definitely inspiring and then that the lifestyle just seeing them have stylists and assistants and everybody like yo 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 like all the commotion and stuff i'm like oh i like this <laughs> <laughs> that's dope that's dope so you know atlanta you know there's there's a lot of amazing rappers from that place many different styles i've been there a few times and you know, Ludacris is dope, Andre 3000. And then you, you've you've got like the crazy styles, like what Little John's done with Crunk and everything else. It's like and Yin Yang Twins. Like who yeah. inspired you though as an artist, as a lyricist? Um, Gucci. I loved Gucci. I always loved Gucci Man growing up. So when I did the song with him, that was like, that was like early bucket list. Like I'm like, dang, I'm doing this early in my career. So that was a big thing for me because I always loved Gucci. Um, I love Outkast. Um, yeah, I mean, Atlanta as a whole, I listen to a lot of Atlanta artists. Um, but definitely my favorite would be Gucci. My daddy a hip-hop head, so like I listened to everybody growing up. I heard everybody growing up. But I just, something, something about Gucci. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, you know... 2020 was a big year for you. Um, yes. Queen of the South came out. But the whole situation about your name, I, I was in a few clubhouse rooms where people like, a lot of people had a lot to say. Like, I don't know if they were in a position to even say anything, but they were saying things. But just just to recap for people who may not know, how, how did you get your original name of Mulatto? Okay, so the original, the original even before Mulatto was Miss Mulatto. So that was given to me. I honestly did not even know what it meant when it was um, when it was brought up. Like I was already rapping. I was already rapping and making songs before I even had a um, like a stage name. So when we're thinking about like a stage name, we brainstorming or whatever. Um, the name Miss Mulatto was brought up, and I was like, "What does that mean?" Whatever, and I was told that it meant mixed, like to be mixed. Didn't know anything historically, anything from the past. I didn't know anything, the weight that this term held. I had no idea. I'm eight years old, so I definitely don't know. I just know what I'm told. So whatever, I'm running with Miss Mulatto. I do the rap game. Um, but I had already like created this buzz and like social media following YouTube numbers. Like they were already like doing pretty good. So um, when the rap game came about, 
they reached out based off of the buzz and just commotion I had already created in my own city just from doing shows, pep rallies, talent shows, open mics. I was just already working. So they reached out like, hey, we want to do the rap game. I'm still Miss Mulatto at this point. Boom, do the rap game. Now um, we filmed the rap game when I was 16. It came out when I was 17. Um, I do the rap game tour when I'm 18. And at this point, okay, now I'm 18. I'm getting a little older. I'm like, people are telling me, you know, you know what that means. It has this historical definition. Da, da, da. And I'm kind of like stuck in my ways because, yeah, I'm getting older, but I'm not grown. <laughs> so I'm like a little immature minded. I'm like, I know what I mean. I don't care what y'all think. I know my intentions, whatever. So I'm, I'm kind of not being receptive to what the people have to say. So boom, but I'm getting older, so I'm like, I don't really like the Miss Mulatto no more. So I end up dropping the Miss and just going by Mulatto. And I was going by Mulatto for a couple of years, but I'm getting older. So I'm like, I'm starting to think about what people are saying at this point, because now I'm like mm-hmm. 20, 21. I'm starting to think, I'm like, dang, okay. I, I That's not my intentions, and I don't ever want to be like taken the wrong way. So why keep with this? this concept that's not clicking like you know what i'm saying so i'm getting older i'm like you know what i talked to my label i'm like look i don't want to i don't want to go by this no more i want to change my name whatever and they like you know yeah for sure we can do it it's not gonna be a quick process you got so many people involved you got music on all different platforms you got legal legally you got um copyrights and trademarks and all type of stuff that people don't even know about they like what what's taking so long for you to change it was taking so long for you to change it but it's so much stuff behind the scenes that the people don't really know about you know Mm. like it was a lot of work and opinions that went into this name change but all in all it's just me just maturing and just opening my mind to other people's opinions in a healthy way though because you can't have too many cooks in the kitchen but when it's something that's like um having you be looked at in a way that you don't want to be looked at or your intentions aren't the the, the going the right way it's mm. just like why not change it and then um i even i felt like at some points i kind of felt hypocritical because like i'm getting on instagram and like advocating for things like police brutality and the whole black lives matter movement and i was on the front line when um george floyd got killed and I just kind of feel like awkward in a sense, like mm. name is this, but I stand for this. And it, my mind just started opening and I was just like, you know what? I'm done with that. Let's start taking the steps to change it officially. Mm. And this day is a lot. I mean, it, it, you know, like I was saying before, you know, 2020 was a tumultuous year. You know, the situation with George Floyd, it changed a lot. It changed a lot of things and, and people was talking a lot more. And then you got a pandemic and everyone's on lockdown and everything else. So everything got amplified to be something bigger than what actual what it actually was in certain conversations. But it it was crazy to hear people on Clubhouse who were like it's it's kind of fascinating because, you know, they wouldn't come on Clubhouse saying any artist is dope. Like, by the way, you need to know about this new artist. This artist is killing it. You need to know about them. Da, 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 da. But they were like, oh, there's this girl called Mulatto. She's doing this. And um, and da, 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 da. And then there's other people who were like, yeah, but in the South, that's not 
that's not an issue you know there's a lot of people yeah. who are like like fighting for you as well at the same time yeah the clubhouse commotion was crazy i was in um one of the rooms at one of the times and then my team was like get out of there whatever <laughs> i was in that room <laughs> <laughs> but you know, i think it it was just like it's the pandemic it's all this stuff going on it mm. just was like all-time high for that type of conversation so i feel like it was just especially disrespectful with with the state of the world at that time and and currently because it's still developing and unfolding but mm. i feel i don't know i kind of i kind of felt disrespectful in a way to have a name like that while all this stuff is going on but shout out to the people that understood my intentions because they know my intentions was never to disrespect mm. anyone, diminish any people as a whole. Like I was young, I was given a name, I grew, I learned from it, I moved on, I changed it. A lot of people say that lotto stands for mulatto is like a shortened term, but that's not the case. Um, if I could, if I could have, I would have um put l-o-t-t-o because anybody who knows me know i've been playing off of the whole 777 casino lottery theme so for me all it is is short for lottery it's just good energy positive energy good fortune forthcoming blessings and spiritually financially emotionally everything just positive energy letting go that that negative term that was associated with my career for so long and now developing, um, a, turning over a new leaf and just starting with good energy. Because I felt like in a way that me having a name like that, that was like historically negative, um, could have been like holding me back in a way. Mm. Like, I don't know. So this is new leaf. Like, it's just going to bring a lot of blessings. What's your heritage? Okay, so I have... Um, my mom on her side this is a lot of stuff okay but i just like to say black and white but it's a lot of like and i'm not talking about like generation generation like my great grandma my grandma my grandpa like mm. my grandma is um irish and german like his mother's half irish half german um i have blackfoot indian it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff and that's what people don't know as well. Like it's a lot mm. of stuff, but to say it, I just say black and white because visually that's what you see. Mm. I mean, my heritage, um, my mom's black, my dad's white, but my whole family's mixed up and down the family tree in the past, in the future. It's just every shade. We got it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think, I think, um, it's people take it as well we're taking it because there's no longer my name but people were taking it as like me bragging on the fact that i am or me taking um being mixed as like a personality trait as um it was a lot of things that i was seeing and reading that were like completely false and which made me want to change my name because i'm like oh mm -hmm. this what they mean by that no that's not what i mean by that hold on let me go back to the drawing board because that is <laughs> yeah what 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 term do you think is more appropriate, mixed race or biracial, or there's nothing in it? I ain't gonna lie, like I never, I've been told, um, you know, you're biracial growing up. I don't know. The older I get, I feel like biracial isn't really suitable because bi is two, two races. I mean, 
to simplify it, yeah, biracial, to simplify it, yeah. But all in all, if you include in everything, it's just mixed race, like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Okay, so... How did you manage to put out a project, Miss Mulatto, at the age of 16? Like, because you're 16, and then on one of the tracks, Outcast, you're saying, I'm a little girl in a grown man business. Like, yeah. you were making major moves very, very early. It's like, you, you were getting it in, like, because you, you were saying as well, I've been rapping for years as well. It's like, like, how long actually have you been rapping for? I... I feel like the first verse I ever wrote was at eight years old. And then I probably recorded, like by the time I recorded my first song and I did my first show and stuff, that was probably like 10. And then from there, it was just up, like building YouTube numbers and Instagram followers, Twitter. I think MySpace was the very beginning, but um, just like building that social media presence and everything from there, like it was really built from the ground up. Like I was, I used to sell CDs, hand out flyers, like the, the real original rap hip hop way. For wow. Sure. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And mm -hmm. Did you miss those days, like, when it was all so simple? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I be split. I have a split dec uh, decision on that because, or a split opinion, because I do feel like it was more authentic and people took it more serious and it was a lot more time and effort that went into it. Like, I used to do open mics and I had a real passion for this, you know, but... At the same time, the the new way with like social media influence and um, just having a song that happens to go viral and studio time being so available to just anybody, anybody can go in in the studio and make a song nowadays. Mm -hmm. It gives it gives people more opportunity. Like you got more people that have a shot at being successful and rich, and that's the goal. I mean, but um, it gets taken for granted a lot in comparison to people like me who like really love what they do like i've been doing this for a kid i never i mean since a kid i've never had a job like this was this is all i know you know what i'm saying so i see a lot of people take it for granted so i don't know i got i'm split on that because it's like i like to see my people win but it can't happen too fast to where you don't appreciate it and you're not grateful enough for it yo you got this track right 
You put it out in 2017. It's called The Response This. It's pretty harsh. <laughs> it's pretty detailed. <laughs> like you, 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 you could say bodied or assassinate. Like you assassinated <laughs> this person, right? Um, yeah. In a major way from every angle, from their family to the way they look to what they do, their life and everything. It's like you broke down that person's entire persona, life, history, and everything else. Do you still yeah. have smoke on demand for anyone who wants it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I had to I had to calm down a little bit. I ain't as hot-headed as I used to be. Like, it used to be like, whoever say my name, yo ass getting ate up, period. But now, you know, I just got, I got too much to lose now. Like, I got an image to upkeep. I got people that that would love to for me to name drop them and then they get viral immediately like i didn't work a lot i've been rapping since i was eight years old i've been working a lot it's a lot of blood sweat and tears literally that that got me to this point and that got me the fan base that i have so i can't just be giving it away like you gotta <laughs> find what you respond to because everything is not worth it and and all in all it's like I don't have nothing to prove. They know I eat your ass up. They know. <laughs> <laughs> they know. So I don't even be, and people do be still trying it, but I be just taking the high road. Okay. Now, Queen of the South, very, very dope. I've been blazing tracks of it on my show, like, ever since it came out. Did anyone question the title? Did anyone try to be like, but wait, did anyone have the guts to say anything? Yeah, I got um, on social media, in person. Um, I got, a, a well, not a lot, but I got I got a couple comments that was like, what? Like, kind of trying to test the title. But I feel like if you, ain't nobody going to give you your flowers, you're going to have to take your flowers or something. I feel like I didn't put in the time, the authentic street come up. And I am the queen of the South. And that's not to say that there aren't multiple queens of the South, but just letting you know, I'm one of them. Sure. That's dope. That's dope. What was the inspiration for the cover? The cover's crazy. Oh, my God. I was like, I was, okay, let me tell you, I was kind of scared to do that cover because I'm like, how the fuck I'm going to beat this shit? Like, it was genius to me. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> but, um... With a title like Queen of the South, I feel like I wanted something like aesthetically um, uh, contrasting each other. So I wanted something super elegant because the queen aspect, but then on the other side, I wanted like some Southern shit to like offset it. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, and, my, and my marketing team, they helped me too with RCA, um, Kayla, shout out to Kayla. Me and Kayla was just like, okay, um, we kind of just came up with this concept that's like outfit is like super queen like royalty whatever but i'm eating hot wings <laughs> real south sugar and the grits like it don't get no more southern than that so just like real authentic queen of the south shit like let mm. me show you what it's to be the queen of the south mm. I mean, it's a dope project. It definitely laid the foundation in case anyone didn't know who you were already and definitely made that mark. Um, on the youngest and richest, you say 
Rich at 21, yo, bitches on me a, an apology. Like, it, it sounds like it sounds like you've been through it. It sounds like you've had some doubters, you know, what we call haters. But yeah. the revenge must feel good, right? The success. Man, do it. It's like, and it's not even like I have to like call them out so much. It's like the the revenge is the success. It's like the proof is in the pudding. You see it. You see me. I don't even gotta address y'all. Like you see it. Like I don't need that's just rap shit. Like I don't need really expect no apology from nobody. Y'all see it. Y'all know what's up. <laughs> All right. So. You're very, very dope MC, like you, you, authentic, right? You get it in, you go in and everything. But, you know, with, with, with the market for female rap, is it all love? Or do you find, do you hear subliminals that maybe the, the people haven't picked up on yet? Like, is people trying to be a little bit spicy out there? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's all peaches and cream, for sure. It's not. Me, on my end, I was just raised to not be no heinous bitch. So, I see people doing that shit. Well, I see females doing that shit, and I salute. Like, I be real fans of these girls. I be fans of their music. Like, I be fucking with them. But, um, yeah, I be seeing shit that's, like, um, subliminals. It might be some, like, super, super slick to the point where, like, the fans can't even pick up on it. It's more so, like, only me and you know what's up. And I know what you're talking about, but I'm going to let you slide. Like, but you know what they always say, like, they, they root for you until you start doing better than them. So once you surpass your competition, you're going to turn into haters anyway. So, mm-hmm. oh, well. Go, going, going back to that lyric um, on Outcast on Miss Mulatto, you're saying I'm a little girl in a grown man business. You're a grown mm-hmm. woman in a grown man business now. Like, what's the biggest challenges you faced, like, coming into the music game as a rapper, as a woman, is is mm. there anything that you have to endure that people don't know about? You know what I mean? It's like, it's, yeah. is, is it harder? Oh, it's definitely harder. Like, I don't care what nobody say. It's definitely harder being a female in this, in this music industry than male, period. I don't care if you're an artist, if you're a manager, PR, fucking sound lighting sound or lighting like i don't give a fuck being a female is harder and that's not even in the music industry that's period like i'm and i'm standing on it like especially what i've endured like child it is it's endless like i didn't had where the fuck do i even start i didn't had djs like speed up my music while i'm performing try to fuck me up Man, crazy. I've had um I've had producers try to fuck with me and I don't wanna fuck with them, but we already got a song done and I don't wanna fuck with them, so now they ain't trying to clear the song. I done fucking every time you do a feature with a male art well not every time, but pretty much when uh, a male artist wanna do a feature, they slide in the DM like, Hey, I want a song, I want, let's do a song, whatever. It's like you gotta question it every time to know like, do he really wanna do a song or he on some bullshit? Like it's so it's so much stuff like and I wish I could tell it like in detail, but you know, I ain't trying to get nobody dragged or nothing, but 
this shit get crazy. This shit get crazy. Like, and I'm nowhere near like my peak, so I can only imagine what like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, like what girls of that caliber, what they deal with. Because I ain't even. I feel like I got my pinky toe in the door. I don't even feel like I got my whole foot in the door yet, and I be having to go through crazy shit. So I can only imagine what they be dealing with. But yeah, this shit get treacherous for real. How how do you endure? Like how do you how do you maintain and keep going? You know what? The best part of it to me is being able to spoil my my friends and family. Like I love when it's my little it like literally it's about to be my little sister's birthday and I went crazy for her. Like I'm so excited for her birthday, uh Christmas, um, Mother's Day, things like that. Now like I can just go above and beyond for the people that I love. That's like the best part. That's what keeps me motivated. Like I feel like I wanna I wanna buy my mama a house. I wanna buy my mama everything in the world. She deserves it. So that's what keeps me motivated, honestly. Like it's not even like the money for me. It's really the money for them. Mm. Like I just I just find it fascinating because you've been in it for so long and you very, very prolific, you know, um from your first project. Like, have you been able to come to terms with things more? Like, can you can you just like, you know, in terms of like what you were saying with the challenges, is it just one of them like you 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 can navigate it easier? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Like, you kind of just take it with a grain of salt. You know, like, hey, this this is what it is. If be that in this industry, then I'm gonna have to have a, a harder a harder route. I'm going to have a couple of obstacles that I'm going to have to overcome, and it just is what it is. But at the end of the day, when I cross that finish line, it's going to feel way better because I know what I've endured to get to that point. So it's going to hit different. So all in all, I feel like in the end, it'll it'll be worth it. There's, there's another 15-year-old girl about to put out a mixtape somewhere in the world, could be the U.S., could be the U.K. What advice would you give to that girl who was in a sim- similar position to you as you first came in the door? Like, what would you say now to that person, like, for some kind of advice? Mm, okay, it's a couple things. First, I would say be patient. It's a lot of times where I was like, man, I should be where da da at, or how the fuck da da get signed. But for me, it was so many times where I'm counting other people's blessings instead of enjoying my moment. So I would say for sure be patient. I would say have fun, enjoy the moment, live in the moment. This stuff, it go by so fast. Like, I feel like I did the rap game yesterday and I'm turning 23 this year. Like, enjoy it because it will fly right past you because you're in the studio constantly, video shoots, photo shoots, radio interviews, everything back to back to back to back to back. It's kind of like wake up, work, go to sleep, wake up, work, go to sleep. So enjoy it, enjoy it because you'll look up and it'll be two, three years later. And you know, of course you're happy you you accomplishing these goals and these moments, but you look back and it kind of is just a blur. So I would say be patient and have fun, enjoy the moment. When you, when you start looking at this like a job and it start feeling like a job, you need to go back to the drawing board because that's the that's one of the pros to being in the music industry. It's a lot of cons, but one of the pros is this shit feel like fun. Like this is probably the most fun job there is. So when it start feeling like too much too much pressure around you and stuff like that, 
go back to the drum board, take a break because it should always be fun. But be patient for sure. One of my favorite joints that you've done is is Pull Up with Twenty One Savage. Yeah. Um, you killed the track. Like you, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't like to say who, who had who on the track or whatever. It's like you were both just going in, both equal, right? So, with when it comes to working with other artists, like you're an amazing lyricist. But is there anybody that has put you under pressure when you've collaborated? Is there anybody where you're like, nah, I need to get the pen out again? Yeah, um, I think naturally I'm always just. Um, I'm super competitive anyways. That might be the Capricorn in me because I'm so, so competitive. So off rip, I'm always going to try to burn everybody, but I'm trying to think who have made me like go back to the to the drawing board. Um, um, I know I've like rewritten. Oh, matter of fact, Gucci on Mua. Mm-hmm. Gucci. When Gucci sent me that verse back, I said, oh, hell no, nah, I'm about to read the one. <laughs> Gucci <laughs> just got this swag about him like he could tell he could rap and say the watermelon in the sky and he just gonna make it sound so player like <laughs> yeah Gucci made me redo my verse for sure how, how how important is Gucci made to hip-hop man Gucci I don't give a fuck what nobody said Gucci is a living legend Gucci started a whole new era. He was responsible for a lot of swag these days, a lot of flows still present to this day. Um, and then just like longevity, like you gotta think she been that nigga for years, ain't fell off nothing. He been that nigga like, and still super relevant, super heavy presence that's clearly visible in, the, um, in, in females and males. You gotta think. I, Years, years, years later, I'm redoing his um, album covers. I was uh, recreating his album covers for social media. So, and people, he's still highly anticipated feature, everything. Like, Gucci is that nigga for sure. When it comes to that, like, slow southern flow, like, it's so present in today's rap. Is there anything that you learned from him, from, from working with him, you know, because you did the video, you got a track together, you, you've been talking. Is there anything that you've clocked and you're like, whether it's advice or the process or is there anything that you took from working with Gucci Mane? Um, okay, process-wise, he, he, he definitely made me want to step my shit up because this man records so fast. He records a whole verse in two minutes like the verse the ad lib in and out everything he done in two minutes like that shit how you like damn i need to step it up <laughs> so process wise i definitely say um he definitely will have you like okay hold on i thought i was the shit i need to i need to go back to the drum board because he yeah he fast as fuck <laughs> Some people record fast. You could do a verse in two minutes, but it sounds like you did the verse in two minutes. Gucci gonna give you a quality verse in two minutes. Wow, wow, that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Who did you reach out to him, or did he reach out to you? Like, how did that come about? That connection. Actually, um, originally he wasn't even on the song. It was just me and the producer in the studio, and the producer was like. Um, 
you know, doing the, the sample and the beat or whatever. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I love Gucci. Like, stop playing. So I'm just ranting about Gucci and how much I love him and how he's my favorite rapper. And then he was like, um, I know Gucci. Like, I couldn't make that happen. I'm like, stop playing. Like, don't even play with me like that. So um, he like, no, nah, I'm going to call him and see what's up. So he ended up calling him. And Gucci was just like, nah, fuck with her. I want to do it. Like, And then he was like, is she signed? Like, I want to I wanna sign her. Like, But the, uh, the producer told him I had just signed to RCA at the time or whatever. So that, that didn't work out. But... All in all, he was like, man, I fuck with Shawty. Like, I'm going to do the video. I'm going to do the verse, like, ASAP, whatever. So, Okay, so, you know, it started with your father going on video sets and you were witnessing artists doing their thing and everything else. So do you, do you still speak to your father now like at this point in the game now that you you know you're an accomplished artist you, you're a name like you're known worldwide it's like do you still talk to him and be like yo what do you think or you know has he got any kind um, of input on what you're doing i feel like musically we we definitely had to like go i'm trying to say this in the right way we had to like part ways musically you know it's always gonna be a little, eh, when your daddy is a part of your team and you rapping about popping pussy, you know. <laughs> it just comes to a point where it's like out of respect for you and for you out of respect for me. It's like we just gonna go our separate go our separate ways and it's. I still am super proud of you and I want to see you win and shoot for the stars, girl, but I don't want to see all that and I don't want to hear it either. So, <laughs> and I don't want you to see it and I don't want you to hear it. Okay. <laughs> wow. That, that, that must've been a, a crazy family timeout conversation. Yeah, for sure. And it wasn't like just one conversation. It was just like, you know, over time and um, multiple conversations and multiple instances that kind of like was like, okay, okay, I see what this is going to have to turn into. Like, you know. <laughs> wow. Well, wow, that's crazy. Well, you must be happy and proud at the same time, right? Like seeing what you're doing now. I was super proud of me. Like this was the, this was the goal for jump like my daddy supported me when when I couldn't even rap he's seen something in me and he's seen the potential I guess because child back then whoo child imagine an eight-year-old whatever the hell I was rapping about he's seen the potential nonetheless and so he's seen he already knew what it was gonna be so he's super proud watching from the sidelines like I knew it I knew it so that's dope and so what what's next what what can we look forward to what should we watch out for i'm so 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 excited to drop my next project i've been in album mode since the beginning of the year like locked in working with all type of people the people i'm working with is crazy i can't wait to like let everybody hear this and see who i'm working with and see who the producers are the features like it's it's crazy like it's crazy. I don't even know what else to say. It's crazy, and I'm just super <laughs> curious. Because Queen of the South was like, yeah, 
I'm that bitch. And now this project is going to be like the elevation. It's like, okay, I told you I was that bitch. Yeah, I know I could wrap my ass off. Now let me show you why I just got my hand in all type of motherfucking genres. And I'm just, I'm going to show y'all why I'm multi-talented. Like, the queen of the South has a, a plethora of flows. Um, all type of shit. Y'all just gonna have to hear. I can't even get too much, but it's on the way. I've been working on it since the beginning of the year, so it's it's a lot of time and energy that went into this and a lot of like finding myself too. So you're gonna hear it. <laughs>